Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 117, which we are recording on Monday, June 20th, 2016, which also happens to be the summer solstice and cast on day day for (laughs) the Yarniacs colors of fall 2016 knit along yay gail and i are both casting on as we speak as we speak (laughs) i'm casting on my divvy poncho and charlene is casting on a star shower cowl yay we both saved it for recording we moved recording to today so that it would be an event (laughs) and it's just awesome the timing is perfect yeah it's a beautiful day outside and you can hear the birds chirping in the background and Besides angsty teenagers, all is well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were talking about angsty teenagers before we started. So Charlene and I both have sons the same age who are exhibiting almost identical behavior. So we have a lot to commiserate on right Yes, now. we do. There you go. All right. So what are you wearing? I am not wearing any knitwear currently. So I will tell you about something that I have worn in the past week, which is my Gemini top which is a pattern by jane richmond i was just stalking those yesterday you were? <laughs> i was okay. so funny my gemini is as something i knit three years ago back in may of 2013 using misty alpaca tonos pima silk long name there and that yarn is 83 percent cotton 17 percent silk it feels very soft and the fabric of the top is very nice but I have to admit it really wasn't my favorite cotton to knit. It was a little bit unforgiving on my hands in the way that cotton can be sometimes. Hmm. doesn't bother some knitters, it bothers me usually. So even though the garment and the fabric really feel nice and I don't have any hesitations about wearing it when it's warm, not sure if I would knit with it again. The colors are really nice, though. Yeah, so the colors cool, are very gorgeous. tempting. Yeah. <laughs> they have very tonal jewel tones, and most of them are appealing to me. That's what I knit my easy folded poncho with, and That's I've been right. wearing that over That's and over. That's right. And, over and wouldn't lately. you agree? The fabric is so it's beautiful. Wonderful. It's so soft and it drapey, just, and I love it. It feels so good, mm-hmm. and so I'm always tempted by it because the fabric feels so good and the colors are so lovely. Like I said, not my favorite to actually knit, but I don't remember disliking knitting. With yeah, it. I, I didn't I remember dislike it so much. It just had that, it felt like cotton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Gemini top is a free pattern back from the Knitty summer 2012 issue. It's, one of the few patterns that I've made from Nitty in the past few years, I was thinking. That's true. Neither of us have made many yeah, Nitty patterns. We haven't. We haven't stocked many Nitty yeah. patterns. My either. last one might have been Ar- Aranya, the colorwork sweater I did for hmm. our self-indulgent knit several years ago. And that's probably about the same time as Gemini. Yeah. Maybe a long time ago. But it's designed by Jane Richmond, and it's a top-down, seamless t-shirt with lace on the yoke but only on one side so the lace part can be worn forwards or backwards if you knit the pattern or I shouldn't say backwards you can wear the lace to the front or to the back yeah because there isn't any like neck shaping short rows to bring the back of the neck higher right, right. it's right. A, it's the same shaping back or front so it is kind of a dip in the back but you if you knit the pattern as written you can wear the lace patterned side to the front or to the back. And I say as if you knit it as written, because I know a lot of folks would probably modify it to add some kind of bust shaping. If you're a larger bust, I don't think this would work for you unless you did add some kind of bust shaping. And if you did mm-hmm. that, then of course it would only be work one direction. Yep. But it's a cute pattern. And as I was looking through the projects, in fact, there are over 2,100 projects on Ravelry. So this has been knit a lot. And as I was looking through the projects, I saw that there were some folks who had knit the same top 
but in wool, fingering white wool, and long sleeves, which actually was really cute. Very, very cute. So there is a cooler weather option, although, of course, it's, it's still kind of open on the top, so it's not for an outerwear sweater. But it is a cute variation. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> it was a cute variation on the summer top. I think when I originally had stocked it after you knit it, by then it was cold weather and I was considering knitting it with oh, longer yeah. sleeves. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it's really cute. There actually are several folks who have done it and I really liked that variation. So well, and it's maybe another, someday. It's another top that would make a cute tunic type mm -hmm. garment. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be fun. So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I'm wearing my Yarniex t-shirt yes, today. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> yep, they're so soft and wonderful. I wore it today in honor of Father's Day because oh. I gave my father and my husband each one yesterday. I had hesitated to give Mike his t-shirt because <laughs> he didn't make negative comments about it. I can't remember exactly what he said about whether or not he would ever wear one. So when I gave him his yesterday, I said, now if you don't wanna wear it, you don't have to, but it's really, really soft. And if you don't wear it, I'll keep it. It'll, he, I got him the unisex version. Uh -huh. I said, you know, I'll use it as a night shirt or something. You know, I, it won't go to waste no matter right, what. Right. And he put it on right away. Cool. And then we went over to my parents' house. We got to spend the evening with them on Father's Day, which was wonderful. And I gave one to my father and he said, oh, awesome. My shirt's dirty. I'm going to go put this on right now. <laughs> so Mike and my dad were walking around in their Yarniex t-shirts yesterday, which was really cool. And I also gave my father his hand-knit socks, the Hermione's everyday socks that I knit for him. And when he opened the bag, the socks were wrapped up in the t-shirt. And he said, oh, hand-knit socks. I'm going to go put this t-shirt on right now because my t-shirt is dirty. And I thought, oh, okay. He doesn't really like the socks. And then it was so hot. It was about a hundred degrees in right. Ben Lomond yesterday. So nobody wants to put on hand-knit socks in that heat anyway. So I didn't say anything about it. And yeah. I mentioned it to my mom later. And then when we got home, my father had already started sending me pictures of himself wearing the socks and the shirt. It was Aww. very, very sweet. And he, they fit him. He said he loves them. And we will see if he actually wears them or not. But So that was fun. And then we also, when I was at my parents yesterday, I helped my mom block her first ever lacework shawl. She knit a Haruni shawl with a gradient from Fresh from the Cauldron that we she bought it at stitches with us in february and she knit the haruni with beads and everything and wow. she had never blocked a lace shawl before so we spent a little while doing that and let me tell you blocking a lace shawl is so much faster with two people than with one <laughs> so it was very nice to you know we're both working from one side towards yeah. the center and yeah. it went much faster nice. and it's beautiful she did she created a work of art it's the gradient goes from white with light pink and red speckles into pink into red and she used red beads so they just glint wow. they're not high contrast because they're in the red part of mm -hmm. the yarn it's just beautiful really nice. pretty and she said that the Haruni pattern was very fun and easy to knit so yeah a I've lot never of knit people it. have knit that one yeah like tens of thousands probably. <laughs> yeah and they have different variations of the Haruni pattern as well so so was she amazed at the transformation of the knitting as it was blocking and post-blocking? I think she was more relieved that it was finally blocked than amazed. <laughs> so I kept, you know, ranting and raving about how gorgeous it is. But she was, I think, more interested in the mechanics of just getting it done because this has been hanging over her head for a while and we mm -hmm. just haven't been able to connect to get it finished. So yeah. it was a nice little thing to do together yeah. yesterday. So nice. thanks, Mom. <laughs> All right, what have you been stocking? I have been stocking summer t-shirts <laughs> i know that's why i kind of sighed because you said that you had been looking at them when i was talking about my gemini so we're probably stocking the same thing and i last episode i had talked about the talavera mm -hmm. which actually started me because when we had gotten together with some friends a couple weeks ago i could not remember the name of the top Talavera. And at the time, I thought it was in one publication, and I was incorrect. It turns out it was in another publication. But 
somebody at sitting at the table said, oh, what about Water Lily? Is it Water Lily? And Water Lily is a pattern by Megan Fernandez that was published in Pom Pom Quarterly, spring of 2014. It's a knit t-shirt with a lace yoke, and it looks very easy and fast. It's knit bottom up, so you knit the lace part last. And unfortunately, that was not the pattern that I was looking for, but I started stalking that one mm -hmm. as well from it's that so conversation. Pretty. It is really pretty. I, I like that. It's this very, one very lot. feminine. It's very feminine and it's done in a really beautiful sea foamy green. And it's, it's just a very nice, very nice model. So that was one of the things I'm stalking, Water Lily. And then as I was doing that, I started finding other patterns that were very similar to Water Lily on Ravelry. One of them is called Dewberry, which has a similar lace yoke, although the neckline is worked just a little bit differently. And this one is probably more A-line, but it just goes to show you that if you just keep looking on Ravelry, there are so many oh, patterns yeah. there. Mm -hmm. So many times you can find similar garments, very similar garments. And this one happens to be knit top down. So you can often find garments that are very similar knit in different ways mm -hmm. if you just keep looking. This one is knit, the sample calls for Barocco Modern Cotton. So it's knit in cotton. It's a worsted weight cotton. I've never used that one. I don't know. Gil and I were talking about this a little bit before we started. I don't know how I'd feel about a worsted weight knit. Hi. Boo's attacking the curtains. <laughs> he wants to make an appearance and that was the only and way he was, was getting yeah. attention. Oh, there's his bell. So anyway, this one, I, I'm not sure how I would feel about a worsted weight cotton top. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to see the yarn. I'd have to see the yarn. But there it is. Yeah, it's well, just very similar to Water Lily, and I like them both. Given our attraction to fingering weight sweaters year-round, the idea of knitting a cotton top in worsted weight just it is the opposite heavy. of logical yeah. to me. It sounds heavy. It sounds very heavy. So. And there goes Boo. <laughs> Letting Boo out. Then the third one that I am stocking is called Maja by Marita Roland. And this one is really interesting. It's got, it's two colors. Well, actually it's three colors. It's got a band on the bottom that's a different color. But the thing that's really interesting to me is that the band on the bottom, when it comes around to the front, it's two different colors. That's really so neat. Somewhere some there's kind of a geometry color, yeah there's a color switching and it looks the shape of this top is basically a simple tank but it's got imagine a cardigan with overlapping fronts and that's what the front or the back looks like that's the interesting thing similar to gemini with this one you can wear it with the overlapping part in the front or the back. <laughs> Interesting. Now, yeah. does it is it sewn together at the top where it joins? You know, or is there a I, button closure? I or? couldn't find any specific explanation. And it doesn't show a close-up picture of it? It doesn't. It's a very pretty it's interesting. It kind of looks like a shell to me, yeah. like an A-line shell. Yes, kind of. exactly. And there is a photo. See how it looks with it with in the, the back overlapping huh. section in the back and then the two parts that overlap the bottom band that's a different color the overlapping sections have two different colors so there's if you're wearing that to the front well whichever direction you wear it when you see the overlapping section there's three colors there it's interesting it is interesting i like it it's, it's different and it's, it's a little good. asymmetrical because the when they overlap they're not the same length but only by a very small small measurement so it's interesting and it uses habu textile silk lace so it's got to be very very light oh yeah very very airy i just like the way it looks i'm not sure it's something that i would make or even wear 
myself, but it was interesting. And then similar to Dewberry and Water Lily, I found one on Ravelry called the Bay Laurel Tunic, which has the same idea of the overlapping fronts in the front, but just is done slightly differently. Instead of oh, having yeah. a contrasting color on the bottom, this one on the edge of the overlapping front has a lace edging in a different color. So it's the same kind of style, same kind of idea, but just with little different features. And the Bay Laurel tunic is a free pattern from Nitty. In fact, this this issue, this current issue, summer 2016, by Julie Turgeman. Oh, she wrote that book we reviewed last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A warm weather top. Yeah, book. they were all yes. exactly warm yeah. tops knit for warm weather yeah. wear. So this one is kind of cute too, and it's a free pattern. It's worth checking out. I I just like the little overlapping section. It's an interesting little feature. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that I am stocking is one that Shasta pointed out to me. Actually, she pointed at me towards a couple of these, but this one I really liked. It's called the Metallicus Tea by Wolfberry Knits. Metallica like the band? Metallicus. Oh, okay. Metallicus. <laughs> and it's really interesting because the pattern page shows a picture of the garment on a hanger and it, on the hanger it looks like the dowdiest frumpiest it really does. garment ever unattractive very unattractive on the hanger i would not use that photo if i were the designer no way. <laughs> but when it's on a body i think it's really cute Oh, it has little pockets. Yeah, it's got little pockets. It's got a scoop neck. It looks like it is probably knit in one piece. Let me look at the tags here. In the round, one piece, positive ease, seamless, top down, and it's A-line. So it's a very scoop neck, short sleeve, raglan sleeve t-shirt. And in the front, on the bottom of the scoop, it's got little gathers, so there's a lot of fabric, and it a lot, I shouldn't say a lot of fabric, there's more fabric in the front where the little gathers are, and it just creates a little A-line bit of ease. And it's very cute. And That's it's, cute. as Gail mentioned, it's simple. got little patch pockets. It's very simple. It's a short little top. It looks like it'd be really quick to knit. It's knit in air and weight yarn oh, so i know i'm not into, i'm not really sure what kind of yarn i would choose to knit it in it's knit in 100 percent cotton the mod the sample is the sample the model is but it looks it looks really cute it looks really light which is odd for Aaron, which is an odd thing to say for something Aaron that was knit yeah. in air and weight yarn but i think the key to it is that the sample is short, not cropped, but it's just to the top of the white pants waistband rather than going any longer. So you get a little bit of flare, right? A little bit of that A-line shaping right at the waistband. And I think it's cute. It is cute. I would yeah. not have guessed that was Erin Weyern. Exactly. That was my thought too. So those are the things that I am stocking. How about you? Are you also stocking tees? <laughs> no, I'm kind of not in a garment mode overall right now oh, because okay. of the sling. Yeah. It's just, it would be difficult or impossible to try things on right now. Mm -hmm. So my knitting garment knitting mojo is at an all time yeah. low at the moment, but I am stocking one skein of fingering weight towels because for the colors of fall knit along i'm going to use my skein of stimpy lab that's the name of the dyer jadeite colorway which is a white base with all tonal green speckles that is just gorgeous and some of those green speckles are the lush meadow colorway oh perfect <laughs> and i want to knit a cowl to go with my mint sweater that I knit. Oh. I think it would look beautiful, this, yes. this scatter, a scattered, speckled skein with that sweater. So I'm looking at different cowls and 
the top runner right now is the Mira's Cowl, which is a pattern by Mira Cole. It's a free pattern on Ravelry, and I know some of you listening have knit this. I think Zondo Allison may have been the one. I didn't have time to look that up before I left. But there are 908 projects on Ravelry in this pattern, mm. and it's basically a little bit of ribbing done in the round. So mm -hmm. it just gives it a little bit of texture, and it's simple, and I think it would show off the speckled yarn really well. I didn't want something that was going to have a lot of pattern to it mm -hmm. because then I think the speckles kind of get lost. So if anyone has other suggestions for simple one skein fingering white cows, let me know. And the other thing I've been stocking has been hats. So I knit a couple hats over the last month or so that I've talked about on previous episodes, and those are all going to go to the Compassionate Charity in San Francisco, the whole Bay Area, which... Monica corrected me. It's not just for homeless teens. It's also for foster children in the Bay Area. And I want to knit more hats because she's doing a knit along called 16 in 16. So she takes more than just hats. She accepts mitts, cowls, scarves, everything, you know, mm -hmm. anything that's going to keep someone warm. And some of the things that I knit previously this year, I decided I'm going to give to the charity. And so I've been looking at hats because... Oh. Nice. I would like to knit some more hats. Yeah. So the top runners right now for hats are the fairy tale winter hat, which is a pattern by Susan B. Anderson. And I just love everything that Susan B. Anderson does. I think she's <laughs> clever. Everything I've ever heard about her has been warm and friendly yeah. and her blog is fantastic and her podcast is fantastic. And the hat is really cute. It has a wide brim. It looks like it might be folded over. It has a pretty simple lace pattern, and then there's this gigantic pom-pom on the top. It's one of the kind of faux fur pom-poms, mm -hmm. and the hat, I think it's knit in a light blue, and then it has this gigantic white pom-pom on the top, and it's just so cute. It just looks warm, but not too hot mm -hmm. for our area, so that's the top runner right now. And then the other two, one of which you and I have both knit more than once, is the Hermione Hearts Ron hat by oh, Christy yes. Aylesworth. That's a free pattern. <laughs> it's a cabled pattern, and it's just a simple beanie that the cables travel up towards the top of the head, and they all come together in the decreases in a very nice way. It's a fun knit. I think I've knit at least three of them, and you've probably knit at least three I've as well. Yeah. yeah. Great pattern. I highly I like recommend it. One. And then the next one, when I have not knit, is the Tao hat. That's T-A-I-A-O. And that's a pattern by Francois Denoy, who is Aroha Knits on Ravelry and Instagram. And this is a free pattern from the Notions Winter-Spring 2016 issue. And Notions is a free online knitting magazine that went out of publication for a while and is coming back. And Jody, who is Savannah Chick is I'm pretty sure the mastermind behind Notions right now. And they just came out with a brand new issue over the last week or two as well. But this is from the previous issue. And mm -hmm. this is another, I think it's a lacework hat. Now I can't remember exactly, but it's simple. I think it's sport weight yarn. I have a couple skeins of sport weight yarn that would be perfect for hats that I, that's why I was stocking sport weight specifically, because mm. I think Hermione Hearts Ron is also sport weight, although I've knit that in other weights as well. Yeah. So I have lots of hats in my favorites and in my queue right now, and I plan to knit a couple of them coming up, you know, just fun little palette cleanser projects here and there, because I love hats for that. They're usually pretty quick, yeah. very gratifying. <laughs> So that's what I've been stocking. Not a whole lot. I've been doing more knitting and swatching than I have stocking. So very cool. And what are you knitting? I'm really only focused on one top right now. I had talked in the last episode about wanting to cast on the Talavera I mentioned. For some reason, I didn't cast that on. <laughs> you got derailed. And I did get derailed, and I decided to cast on... Buttercup, which is a pattern by Heidi Kiermaier. It's free on Ravelry from March 2009. And right now there are over 2,300 projects, 2,300 Buttercups on Ravelry. And how many of those are yours? This is my third one. So I've knit two previously. And you can knit this up as a tee or a tunic. It's an A-line top-down top. 
with a feather and fan neckline, raglan sleeves, just very basic, very cute. It's it super cute. It looks really cute on yep. a lot of people. And like I said, I've made this one twice before. And you would think that if I didn't get it right, either of those times, I wouldn't keep trying, <laughs> but I do keep trying. I actually gave away one of them that I knit. And the reason that I gave that one away was because I was tired of knitting that yarn. It was 100% cotton. It was perfect yarn for the top. It wasn't too heavy. But it by the time I made Buttercup, it was that yarn's second sweater. Oh, I, I had, see. I had knit another sweater previously with it. Didn't wear that sweater anymore. So unraveled it, knit the yarn into that Buttercup. And then that one was too big for me. It yeah. was... Like I said, 100% cotton, and it just kept growing and growing. And I remember, and growing. yeah, and, and, growing. and it did. <laughs> I and know, I, I know. you would think that by the time the yarn had been knit into a second sweater, it would be done growing. And I don't think cotton ever stops growing. You can shrink it back, but it just grows again. Well, and I did aggressively dry the dry out of it. Yes. <laughs> in the dryer on high for an hour. Just like a pair of jeans you're trying to shrink uh -huh. down or something. And it didn't really shrink up. And it um. was too big. So it's fine. It went to a friend of mine. And hopefully she is enjoying it and wearing it. The second one I knit was in Rowan Calmer yarn. Which I really love that yarn. It's not being made anymore. I believe it's a blend of cotton and maybe a polyester, but it's got a little bit of stretch in it. It's very lightweight. It's wonderful. It's just a so really nice yarn. It. And I'm hoping yeah. that they will bring it back someday because that was a cotton that I really enjoyed knitting mm -hmm. with. And I enjoy wearing it too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because even though. Like I said, it was a, I want to say, is it a DK weight yarn? I think it might be worsted. Worsted. The top still felt lightweight, even though it's a larger gauge yarn. Mm -hmm. So I do enjoy that one. And let's see, that one that I made is almost a tunic length. So this one, I had an idea that I was going to try knitting with fingering white yarn and I have the coast yarn which is 50 cotton 50 wool Gail and I have both used this yarn before and you've heard us talk about it we're fans we really like it yep I have several sweater quantities of that and <laughs> I'm laughing because I do <laughs> and I thought I'm just going to try it into buttercup because it's so lightweight and I am so happy with the way this turned out because in addition to you coming out smaller because I'm using a smaller gauge yarn, I didn't change the numbers or anything. I just knit the pattern as is because it's a fairly forgiving pattern with the goal of coming out with a smaller top because it does have a generous, shall we say, neckline. Yeah, I could knit, that's why I gave up when I was trying to knit one. I could never make it fit. It always looked bad and it, wrong. Well, it, it's a very open neckline. Yeah. That's, that's how I should describe it. It's got the feather and fan at the top, so it's lacy. So unless you get that lace high up on your chest... Kind of droops forward. It, it, it does droop yeah. forward. And so by Not just down, it, but like gapes open. Yes, yeah. gapes. And it is the kind of top that you do have to have proper foundation garments underneath it to not show Expose too much. yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it how it is. Yes. So I already know I'm going to be wearing a tank top under it. But the fabric that I got with the Coast is so lightweight. I love this modification of doing it. It is so darn cute. White. Oh my gosh, it is so cute. I really love it, so I can't wait to wear it. I've been doing a lot of knitting, watching basketball games, and so I have actually finished the body, and I just have to do the sleeves. And, and they're little short cap sleeves. So. But yeah, they're yeah. really short sleeves, so I think I'm going to be finishing that one soon. And I'm amazed that I only used two of my skeins of coast 
That blows me away, too. Yeah, yeah. I had three. So if I had known it was only going to take two, I'm not sure I would have started well, the okay. sweater because now I have one skein and I have that single skein issue. <laughs> That's kind of like that sunk fallacy issue of you can't knit it unless it's going to use all the called for yardage when, oh, but I don't have the exact yardage in any other quantity in my right. stash. So you hem and haw around, you're going to have a beautiful top that you oh, wear yeah, all the time. I am going to wear. And so what if you have an extra skein left over? I know. The I'm glad you wasn't went for it. expensive. No, it's not. And I think that between Gail and I were saying, I have two more sweater quantities of this. So maybe by the time I finish my two other sweaters, I'll have enough leftover and maybe Gail will have leftover from hers that I can do something. <gasps> you know mixed. what I just remembered? What? <laughs> I bought the gradient with the purple in it. Oh, you do? Oh, I will give you that That's because right. it has all the purples with that color in I it. Forgot. And they're all small skeins, yeah. but you could totally make something work with that gradient kit. Yeah. And then it has one skein of little mini skein of, um, it's either natural or light gray or something. I'm sure it's a, huh. it might be in my stash, but if not, I'll send you a picture later okay. today. Yeah, see? Stalking totally as work. we go. It'll totally work. <laughs> Charlene and I have been, have been kind of co co stashing lately too. Yeah, we have been because we both bought a lot of the coast and then we last summer we both well the coast might have been last, last summer, summer too. Was, yeah. And then last summer we also bought sweater quantities of the Lindy chain. Mm -hmm. And I had bought Lindy chain because I was making a couple of gifts for someone who doesn't knit. And someone who was wool sensitive, and the Lindy chain was great for that. And then I used the Lindy chain for the linen sweater that I just made. And we're both realizing that we have quantities that each other needs of the Coast and the Lindy chain, so we're trading. <laughs> yeah, we each had like one skein of the same exact colorway in the same exact base. I'm like, oh, you can have my skein and then you can knit that sweater you want. She's yeah. like, oh, and I have a skein of the Lindy right. chain. So now you can knit yeah. Elizabeth's sweater. So it just is totally working out. So, so it's it's great to have a fellow stasher uh -huh. who's with close, similar taste. With similar yeah. taste. Cause we, we, <laughs> we went on the buying binges together. So same orders, same yeah. shipments. So, so yeah, it's worked out great. It's pretty funny. I like that. Made me very happy. Yep. <laughs> So that is the only thing that's the very long story of my buttercup that I'm very happy with. How and about it's you? Adorable. <laughs> what are you knitting? So I just cast on for Divi the poncho by Jumper Cables Knitting on Ravelry. It is a pattern you can purchase on Ravelry. I think it was Canadian, which translated to about $5 US dollars, I think. And I'm using my newest yarn acquisition, which is... A verb for keeping warm, her lace base called Reliquary 2, which is a merino silk base that is heavenly. It is a lace weight and it is naturally dyed with cochineal and it is all the beautiful pinks that I ever would love to see all together, tonal. And it also has rose quartz, the color of the year mm -hmm. from Pantone. So it's qualifying for our colors of fall knit along. It's a top down cowl neck poncho that requires <laughs> 1,750 yards of yarn. <laughs> so it's going to take me probably the duration of the knit along to finish, but I'm okay with that. It's a simple project. It has garter in part of the cowl neck, and then it's mostly stockinette with garter at the bottom and I'm going to knit it so that the back of the bottom is longer than the front because you have a split hem at the bottom mm. and it's just really simple cute poncho it that is really yeah cute. I know I'll get a lot of wear really out of it cute. I just love it and I also want to make that one and we saw someone who was working at the Miss Babs booth at Stitches West mm -hmm. in February wearing one and we both instantly said we need one of those in our yes. wardrobe because it would be very useful for us. So that's Divi. Very excited about that. The other things that I am knitting, one is a pattern that was my gut reaction to the horrible events of Orlando, Florida. And I needed to knit something that made me feel like I was bringing more joy back into the world. 
and I had a skein of a rainbow gradient yarn by the dyer Wandering Wool, 100% superwash merino, 400 yards, and I grabbed that out of my stash as quickly as I could given my one arm status, <laughs> and I grabbed my Madeline Tosh Tosh Merino Light in Charcoal, and I decided I'm going to cast on some kind of striped two-color, well, not two-color, a gradient shawl. And I went looking through all the shawls I had, and I planned to knit Daybreak by Stephen West, but that just wasn't the right feel for what I had. You know how you have those burning sensations, like, mm -hmm. I have to knit something that, make, that is a message for me to the world. <laughs> Rainbow wasn't enough. I had to have more than just the rainbow. So I was looking through all of my favorites and nothing was really speaking to me. And then I was looking at something else by a designer who I really wanted to try. Her name is Nadia Cretin Lachen. She is a French designer and her cardigan sweater, Pretty Me, is the first thing that made me notice her. And our friend Erin of the Double Knit Punk podcast and stranded magazine was wearing her pretty me at the knockers retreat and it's oh, so pretty is that the yellow yes sweater? it was her oh, yellow sweater okay. so for some reason i had noticed another sweater of nadia's and i was looking through her pattern page on mm -hmm. ravelry oh look at that beautiful striped shawl i could use my rainbow gradient for that and stripe it with my gray and then i looked at the pattern name which is my kind of love and that was Aww. it. I'm like, okay, there we go. I purchased <laughs> it right away. I printed it immediately. I cast on within like 15 minutes of purchasing the pattern. And it's a beautiful asymmetric, starts at a narrow tip and lengthens on the bias shawl. It's and lovely. it's striped. She uses two colors. So I completely modified the stripe. So at the end of every color gradient, I did some gray. So it's, I started with my purple and then I did two rows. It's all garter stitch, by the way, did two rows of gray. Then I did the blue, then I did four rows of gray, then the green, then six rows. So nice. added some rows every time. And it just makes me so, so happy. It's so pretty. It just fills me with joy every time I look at it. And the very edge of the shawl is lace and I'm almost to the lace. I have like two more rows maybe of red yarn left than the gray lace edge. So gale skein, uh, gradient skein is all in one skein. Right. It's so all was one, it, one it, ball of yarn. Was it hard for you to decide where to stop? Good question. So when you transition from one color to the next color, you heard me opening my project bag. <laughs> Thank you, Uli. I'm using my Poppy's project bag. I, I'm wondering if you weighed it or if you counted. I rows did not weigh or... it because, because the shawl's getting the rows are getting longer every row every oh, four yeah. rows you increase right. by three stitches so, it's so i couldn't yeah, yeah i couldn't say oh i had eight rows of right. blue so i'm going to have eight rows of every yeah. color obviously my number of rows was decreasing as right. the shawl width grew so i just went for it and i would pull out the last little bit of remaining color and make a judgment call do i have enough to do another garter row stripe or not and sometimes i blew it so like my transition from green to blue, there is definitely some blue in the green stripe. And you oh, know what? I don't care. Yeah, it's it still works out. Yeah, it's a, it's not it's not perfect, but this is me and this is the shawl that I just had to knit that I've been knitting on constantly for days and I didn't care if it wasn't perfect. It just you know when it speaks and to you. And you're the only one that will think it's not perfect. Yeah. Nobody I I would never have looked at that and said, "Oh, there's a little bit of blue in there because it's you it's all great overall you just see the transition of and it's lovely mm -hmm. and get mentioned as the rows get longer the colors get shorter but the gray that she's put in between as the colors as as her rows get longer the gray stripe gets wider wider mm -hmm. so it's a really neat effect i like it yeah i'm very happy with how it's turning out and like i said the only color stripe that i would have changed would have been the blue into the green i would have done one more stripe of the blue before i transitioned into the green but i don't care hmm. it's just beautiful and the shades of blue the shades of yellow and the shades of red in her yarn are just breathtaking knitting with them i just am so happy with that color in my hand and her transitions in the gradient are beautiful. Mm -hmm. They aren't abrupt. They are 
They only happen over a short bit of yarn, but just enough so that it's neither abrupt nor taking too long. It, to me, it was just the perfect gradient. And I haven't used very many gradients, so that's speaking from little experience. But again, that was Wandering Wool. Very, very happy with it. And the name of the pattern is My Kind of Love by Nadia Cretin Lachen. And I will be knitting a lot more of her patterns because I really <laughs> like her aesthetic. She has cool. beautiful patterns. Cool. Well, that one is lovely. And the other thing I've been knitting, which has become the bane of my knitting existence, <laughs> is Lily Pilly by Amba O'Brien. Finally got through the lace, was working on the garter stripes. So you two-color garter stitch stripe. And I was doing one of our training classes last week, and so I was knitting while facilitating the training. And I was just knitting and knitting, and occasionally I'd look down and think, gosh, that garter stitch looks kind of floppy and, and you know, too loose. Well, then I started knitting My Kind of Love, and I'm using a much tighter gauge, and I'm liking the fabric much better. Mm -hmm. And then I'd knit on the little pilly for a while and think, gosh, it really does look kind of sloppy. Well, finally at row 82, <laughs> I decided that it was too sloppy, and I ripped it back out again. <laughs> So I'm all the way back to the end of the first lace section. I will finish that shawl. I really no, will. Of course it's you just will. a matter of that at this point of when. I still am hoping to get it done in June for Stash and Burns Keep It Small Cow because mm -hmm. June is for shawls. So now I'll have two shawls instead of just one. <laughs> so there you go. My Kind of Love by Nadia Kretin Lachen and Lily Pilly by Amba O'Brien. Nice. A lot of talking for very little. <laughs> Well, that's the way I felt about Buttercup. I felt like I only have one project, but I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> so what have you finished since the last episode? Oh, I haven't finished anything. <laughs> I finished My High Plains Cow by Brandy Durusha, who is oh, our friend Brandy Nee on Revelry. And I love it. I was super happy with it already when we recorded the last episode. And it's even prettier blocked than it was on the needles, of course. I mean, everything is prettier blocked. But I was really surprised at how even the stitches looked after blocking because the end of that cowl, it's a top-down, one-skein DK weight cowl. I used less than a full skein of Madeline Tosh DK Twist in the tart colorway. And the bottom of the cowl is a ruffle. And the way you do the increases to increase stitches for the ruffle i wasn't in love with while they were on the needle mm -hmm. but man it blocked out to look perfect it's <laughs> really really pretty so that's only three dollars for a purchase on ravelry and i highly recommend it fabulous for your own wardrobe fabulous gift knit because one skein knits go so yeah. quickly especially in dk and it was just a really fun knit so i highly recommend that one especially if you have a skein of dk hanging out in your stash just waiting <laughs> to be used so that's all I finished. Okay. And colors of fall kick colors off today. Of fall. Hashtag, We're so excited. Yes. Hashtag Yarniex Colors 2016 for your social media needs. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And hopefully you are posting pictures on Instagram because I haven't been on Instagram that much, but when I get on to Instagram, I'm so excited when I see stuff yeah, on there. Me I'm so too. happy. Me too. I did post the colors, the color swatches yesterday. Just to remind everybody that today's their cast on day. Awesome. Not that they have to cast on today, but today's the day that you can start casting on if you choose to start your project. <laughs> and if you're new to the podcast and this particular knit along, we have been doing this for, this is our fourth year of this particular knit along, and it's the favorite of many of our listeners. It's mm -hmm. a super fun Starts today, June 20th, ends Thursday, September 22nd. So you have three months to knit anything you want that incorporates one of the colors of fall from Pantone 2016 or includes the colors of the year, which are rose quartz, rose and, quartz and serenity. serenity. And are we going to open it up to the spring colors too for the people in the Southern Hemisphere who are spring knitting right now? Oh, I've... You know, I think we have in the past yeah. if folks want to. The only thing with that is that you're using a palette that would be last spring because they don't have next spring's palette. That's true. Yet. So it's not quite the same. Not quite but, as fashion forward. Right. But if totally acceptable. Yeah. So <laughs> that just opened the palette even more. So the, the, spring the point is to be inclusive, not yes. exclusive. So. And we're super inclusive. Squint. And if you see a color of fall in your skein, <laughs> you're good to go. And 
The only requirement for this knit along is that we want to see you fashion your finished object into a fall outfit, or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, a spring outfit. Mm -hmm. So whether that's hanging on a hanger, lay down on your bed or your floor, actually on your body, we don't care. We just want to see it all together because it's super, super inspiring. And Charlene was doing some research for us about coming trends for fall 2016. And I was so happy to see some of the, she sent me a link yesterday and I was almost squealing that I was so happy to see certain things on this list. Well, the two things, you can find a lot of different lists that have trends for fall, but a yeah. couple of them that we've seen over and over again on a couple of the lists and the ones that pertain to knitting were capelets yay. and hoodies. Yay! <laughs> Which, yay, because capelet... They in the description of the web on the webpage that we were looking at, they call capelets the tiniest cover-up. But then on their photos, the photos showed capelets of all sizes. So I think it starts tiny but could go big. In fact, some of the capelets looked more like ponchos. Yeah. There's the whether or not there is the distinction that a capelet has an opening like a cardigan. And a poncho is more of a pullover. I've heard that before. Whether or not you stick to that, I don't know. But I do believe that ponchos can sometimes be capelets. Yeah, I think if you knit Dep it short enough, yeah. it looks like a cape. It looks as like a cape, exactly. So there's some overlap there. So capelets, totally knittable and hoodies. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, and I want to back up to the capelets part because I think that Star Shower and mm -hmm. Adama, the patterns by Hillary Smith yes. Callis that are so popular, those are capelets. Those are capelets. Absolutely. So yeah. there you go. I agree. And then the hoodies, oh my gosh, the, oh my gosh, oh my the gosh. phrase that I really liked <laughs> when I was reading it about how hoodies were in style for fall 2016 was luxury comfort. And I saw pictures of floor length hoodies, mm -hmm. which were really funny. They're more robes. <laughs> That's what yeah. it looked like to me. It looked like a robe. I saw hoodies made in unusual materials, knee length hoodies, traditional hoodies, but definitely hoodies. I, to me, I think hoodies are always kind of in style anyway, but I live in a beach town. Yeah. So hoodies are always in style here. And certainly always in, always in style for casual wear. But now we're talking hoodies that are inspired by what's, what's being walked on the runway and hoodies that are walking on the runway and hence the term luxury comfort. So gives you something to think about when you're planning your full look. Well, I really want you to knit the Apres Surf hoodie now. Yes. So just knit along and like, I was thinking that yesterday. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope she's going to do that. Yes. So I didn't talk about what I was casting on. You talked about what you were Sorry, casting yes. on. Oh, that's okay. A little bit I got already. Just, I got so carried away by right. casting on in general. Right. But the thing that I am casting on is the star shower. And I guess we did mention it. And I am casting mine on in a yarn from Northbound Knitting that... I talked about on a previous episode, it is a merino silk twist fingering. It's a new to me dyer. I believe she's Canadian, but I have not used the yarn before or ever seen it in person, actually. Well, it's Lisa Much is the right person. Yes, the designer. But I have never seen the yarn before. And someone got a skein in our sock yarn swap at the retreat. In fact, it was Barb of the Two Knit Lit Chicks, and she was sitting next to me, and I had gotten a different skein. I can't remember what I got, but we ended up trading. And this skein has silver and gold, I want to say. Mm -hmm. It's got it's really, really pretty shark skin in it. I'm looking for these swatches in Spicy Mustard. Yes, thank you. That's what I was looking for, the yeah. name. But it's got the shark skin and the spicy mustard, silver and gold, 
and I am casting on for a star shower. It's going to be a really perfect complement to my other star shower, which is very bright, definitive colors. This one is going to be more of a neutral, so I'll have one of each to wear. Good to wear, good, or good to have in my wardrobe. Yeah, you're going to have a capelet in two of the colors. Right. You're going to be <laughs> right. the ultimate fashion statement for Santa Cruz. And then I pulled out my Fresh from the Cauldron gradient that I got this past stitches. So this will also work for the stitches, K-A-L. Oh, that's right. <laughs> if I knit this, if I cast, I'm not going to cast it on today, but my plan is to make a gradient Antarctis for myself. Antarctis was the shawl that I knit last episode, and I really enjoyed knitting that one a lot. That one was for a booth sample for someone and not for me. So this Antarctis will be for me in the gradient. And the gradient, the reason I'm using it for Colors of Fall, is it has the gray shark skin. It actually has, it's a gradient, so it goes from a dark gray to a lighter gray. The other end is a cream color, and then there are speckles of, oh, I don't have the image open with the colors, the names of the colors, so I don't remember what the blue is called. Is it Riverside? But it's got speckles of the blue, speckles of the yellow, a little bit, even a little bit of green in there. It's really pretty. It's just got a lot of surprising speckles. There's a little lavender, not a color of fall, but... So There's a lot in there, yeah. So it's very pretty. So that will be, hopefully, another project for the fall knit along. And hopefully she'll knit her apres or hoodie. No hopefully pressure. I will. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, pressure. I would, I would love to because it. My plan is to use the coast yarn, which I am so enjoying. Mm -hmm. And in a gray, right? In a gray, yes. So that Antarctis, when it's finished, would look good with that hoodie. I have a. a gray theme going on you here. do even though i didn't mention but my buttercup i don't think i mentioned the colors oh you I didn't i that one is not gray no and it is not anything on the color of fall palette no not at <laughs> all but it's called wisteria it's a medium purple i want to say it's not a lavender it's not a really light lavender and it's not a deep purple so I, i'll call it a medium purple it's really pretty and it's got several it's got a couple strands in there, a lighter strand and a darker strand, so it looks like almost looks, heathered. It has a little, almost heathered, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to describe it. It has some depth in there. So how about you? Do you have any other plans to Oh, yes, I have all the plans. We'll see if I can if any <laughs> of them come to fruition. <laughs> so I'm going to definitely try to knit Woodford's, the sweater oh, by Elizabeth Doherty, which Charlene has already knit. I'm almost copying you with that. I'm using a dark, shiny gray. And Charlene's was very gray. It had more than just gray. It was it had a little more tonality. To yeah, it, I think, mine, mine is rainwater. rainwater. Mm -hmm. So it's got a lot in there. It's got a little blue, a little gray, a little brown. So that is on the list. I haven't swatched for it yet, but the yarn is wound. Uh, the one skein cowl is going to be knit. And I wound up my yarn from Sparkworks, oh, let me look this up so I get it exactly right, because it was a gift from Megan, who is the dyer, and sorry for the clicking that you hear, but I want to make sure I say it correctly. The base is her Sockies base, which is a Merino, I'm almost there, let me say it. Okay, Creative Spark Yarns is the name of her dye shop on Etsy. The base is Sockies, and it's 80% Merino, 20% nylon. And the colorway is called You Are Being Deceived. And it is gray, tonal gray, with bodacious in it. So it's like a tonal bodacious, which is another color of fall color. Kind of a pink to purple tonal version of bodacious. It's really, really pretty. And I plan to knit a spindrift shawl by Helen Stewart with that skein of yarn. So that will be a pretty little shawlette to wear when it's chilly out and it has shark skin and bodacious in it so nice. i have four projects <laughs> planned we'll see and the way things are going the you're being deceived colorway will look really pretty with woodford's it will be a good contrast to woodford so 
assuming I can get all this knitting done, you know, the, <laughs> the 1,750-yard poncho and all yeah. the other things. So we'll see. But, you know, I have high high hopes of getting it all done. So lots of fun knitting to do. Yay. And I'm sure I'll be distracted by something else that I of must course. knit before of then. Course. So you know how it goes. But I'm super excited about the knit along. We already are getting prizes. I forgot to mention we have Yelena Dasher. She has, she's going to gift a couple of her beautiful patterns. And we have a really fun bag maker from Etsy whose name I don't remember, but this will all be in the thread. She has really cool bags that are laminated on the outside. Mm. So you can take them outside and not worry about getting them stained and ruined. And she has really <laughs> cute prints. There were some Paris prints that, of course, I really loved. They're really nice tote bag size down to smaller project bag size. And Vanessa Polo has spoken up about putting in some of her patterns cool. into the prize pool. So Great. yay, we're already getting yay. some donations, which is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you all so much. So, And I also wanted to say a big thank you to all of the newer members of our Ravelry group, because we've had quite a few people introduce themselves in the introduction oh, yes, thread, which have. has been really, really and that's nice. Been fun. Yeah, yes. it's been great to get to know a couple new Ravatars and Ravelry names, and you know, hear what you're planning to knit for the knit along, because most of you are participating in that, which is really cool, and it's just fun to you know widen the circle from the Ravelry group and super fun group. But as you've all heard before, we are really chatty, and the <laughs> colors of fall chat thread is enormous so it is enormous yeah just and jump in again, whenever you I want wasn't able to keep up i didn't i wasn't online over the weekend and i noticed this morning i have a lot of messages <laughs> to catch up on because i do want to catch up yes <laughs> and you'll see when I, when i have a chance to catch up after a weekend there will be a whole page and a half of, of just me responding yeah. so you can just yeah. ignore most of those <laughs> so if if you do want to if you don't necessarily want to read all the messages, and we, like Gail said, we totally understand that, a fun way to do it is when you go to the thread, maybe just look at the photos, because then you can kind of see what people have posted. And tell them how to do that in case they don't know. Oh, I'd have to look. Thank so you. So you go to the thread, let's see, select the thread that you want in Ravelry. You go navigate to our Yarniacs podcast group, and then discussions and then go to the specific thread you want and if you go to the top of the page where the thread is where all the comments are then at the very top underneath the thread name it will say for example 520 posts 38 images five patterns it shows you everything that has been linked in this thread so you click on where it says in this thread, for example, it says 38 images. If you just click on the images, then it will show you all of the posts that have images, which is very cool. Yeah, so you get to see kind of the yarns that people are planning to use yeah. and things or like that. Projects, so yeah. I think a couple people have put together mood boards, which is fun. Mm -hmm. We love to see mood boards. Yeah. They're so inspiring. So that's a quick way to do it if you don't want to read through all of the threads and don't have to. Yeah, that can be <laughs> Unless overwhelming. Unless you want to. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. thank you again to all the new members, everyone who's posting, all the joyous conversation in the Knit Along thread and all the other threads. It's been a very exciting and happening month in the yes. Ravelry podcast group. And we hope with the beginning of summer that you will have some time whether you have a summer break or not or a vacation planned or not we hope you'll have some time just to knit on something fun and relaxing and relax yep. yes in the spirit of summer <laughs> so thank you so much for listening we look forward to seeing all the cast-ons and happy knitting happy knitting bye, bye. you can find our podcast on itunes at yarniacs podcast Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.